This is Fantasy Flicks League with your host, Ryan Meharry, Mike McClendon, and Mark Rennie. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Fantasy Flicks League podcast. Uh, this is a very special episode to kick off the new year. We are going to preview 2019, the 2019 season. You guys are uh, doing your drafts right now, so this uh, this episode will be a nice little guide for you. We're going to... I Well, first, let's say hi to Mark. Mark Reddy. Hello. And, and Mike McClendon. Hello, everybody. Mike's uh, back. Yeah. I'm back. Welcome back, Mike. How yeah. was uh, the stuff you were working on? <laughs> it was good. I was, I was doing an acting class that conflicted with... Uh, our podcast. So, are you a good actor now? I'm working towards it. Right. I'm yeah. Working towards it. Yeah. Are you, yeah. You have more classes to take. I have one more class to take. Okay. Um, and then I was it. The class was during when we record, or yeah, it was you, during when we record. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, it was Monday nights for like a big four hour block. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But now I'm an actor. Great. So I know my voice. I have thoughts before I say stuff. You guys? That's the big thing. What's your brand? Uh, <laughs> I'll say this, like the first day of class, everybody shouts out what they think your brand is. And my favorite one was this. Somebody went, uh, you look like a guy who could be friends with his kids. Friends. <laughs> That's good. <Wow. laughs> so I'm not friends with my kids. I'm friends with my kids' friends. Um, I, did, I, I did an acting class and we had to do a similar, like the exact same exercise. Yeah. I don't really remember what people told me, but I do remember this one girl went up and another girl said, "You look like you're mean. You look like uh, you look like someone people don't like." <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a dangerous oh, cool. exercise in the wrong yeah, hands. Yeah. And you know what? A lot of young actors, wrong hands. Yep, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you doing, Mark? I'm good, thank you. Never taken an acting class. Yeah, no, nope. Any interest? Think no, you'll ever do? no. Taking improv classes, obviously. But. Yeah, yeah. That's not the same. No, it makes you a worse way. actor. Absolutely. <laughs> Become selfish, self indulgent. <laughs> Uh, cool guys. So yeah, this is our 2019 preview. We're going to talk about, uh, all the big blockbusters coming out next year, what you should focus on in the draft. We'll try to highlight maybe some potential Oscar movies, Mm, some sleepers, some sleepers. Yeah. We're looking for like Oscar movies at the 2020 Oscars. So we're like, (laughs) we're, we're, we're digging in deep. Um, because I have very little life. I made what I think to be the top 100 movies. For next year, in mm-hmm. relations to the game, like uh, what I think will be uh, big point getters, where you should maybe target them in the draft. Uh, so uh, that will be up on the website uh, very soon. Uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be it'll be there waiting for you, um, guys. Let's so let's start. We'll start at the top. We'll start with the biggest movies. I figured um, I had this idea that we would. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we would go around and we would pick what we think would be like our top six movies. Right. Um, Mark, because you had the first pick in our league's draft last year, I will let you have the first pick again <laughs> now. Well, that's and this, for this exercise. Riches. Yeah. So, if, so oh, Mark, boy. you're on the clock. You have the first pick. Uh, I guess I would go knee-jerk uh, Avengers. What is it? Endgame? Endgame? Yeah, sure. Avengers Endgame. This seems like a safe choice. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think there's definitely two movies that are the obvious top two I picks. think Avengers Endgame is going to be... I think people want to see how Thanos gets his butt kicked. Yeah. I mean, it le- the, that movie left on a great How Thanos got his butt kicked. He goes to Jamaica. Oh, falls in love. <laughs> falls in heartbreak. Uh, there are definite pros and cons, I think, to the top two, to the two clear top movies. Um, and um, yeah, But I'll, I don't think you can also go wrong with either. It's a, it's a good problem to have. What do you think the cons are? For what? Avengers? Yeah. Uh, I think it could, there's potential for it to be kind of a, a de-heightened, like a little bit of a letdown, like... The uh, Infinity War was the first time we saw all of these characters sure. come together, and now we're just we're adding Ant Man into the mix and Hawkeye and, and Captain Marvel. Captain probably Marvel, the big, Captain Marvel's Captain the big Marvel. sell. Uh, the th- I think the big thing, like there's in one of the trailers, like if we we need to get like a quick little shot of like everyone finally all together in the trailer. I don't need that in the trailer. 
I, I think just like it needs to be no whatever that huge money shot is needs to stay in the movie. But I think it needs to be implied that like we're like, this is still building to something even bigger than I hope before. they film extra scenes just for the trailer like they did for Infinity War or whatever or or they like oh, well they didn't well, film there's but like there's stuff in Infinity in the War that is trailer in the that are not yeah. in the movie uh, like with them running towards the camera like you see Hulk in the background oh, yeah, yeah, Hulk's yeah. never in the movie yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah I guess adding Hulk to the mix will be good too I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a nice bookend to the first one because how the first one started fun got dour towards the end I think this one's gonna start dour and end up fun okay <laughs> so cool. I think it's gonna be a symmetrical uh, I feel you yeah I mean it'll definitely be triumphant I think I would hope you know Maybe I mean, we're gonna, sweet. We're, yeah we're gonna lose some people we gotta lose either uh, an OG Avenger we gotta lose uh, someone's gonna Tony die. Stark or a Captain America I feel yeah, like I think we're gonna, we're gonna lose Cap I think I think Robert Downey Jr. is gonna go, count go. on that paycheck for a yeah, while I think he's gonna keep coming back yeah come back as a ghost or something he's gonna get offered a hundred million dollars to make Iron Man 4 or something yeah. and I don't know if people really are. I think people are ready to move on though maybe there's uh, man, there's they could do a real dark, fun Iron Man movie about his alcoholism. They're just very scared to do that? that. I don't know I don't if know. I want that. I don't, I don't know. know. You I want them to cool. adapt Maybe. Demon in a Bottle? Yeah, why not? They, they, they hinted at it, it, right? They sort of hinted they at it already in second one. Yeah, yeah. second. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Um, I don't know if I I need it. <laughs> could be done right. Could be. Could be. Um, wouldn't. I don't think. Could be. Yeah. I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's the best business move (laughs) i think it's time to get some fresh faces in there yeah Yeah. for sure i I mean and i think that's sort of the plan yeah like i think what's in humans and all that feels like you're but now we're jumping ahead to 2020 we're getting not in humans you mean eternals eternals and i predict the eternals is a secret x-men movie oh yeah you've been saying that i don't saying that for a while i don't think anybody cares about the eternals yeah, I don't know what they are. Um, See, exactly. I'm going to take the next pick, if yes, I can. Yes, yes. Yeah, we'll, and I'm just going to take the obvious pick off the board, uh, yeah. which is um, Hell or High Water 2. It's not even <laughs> a thing. No. Uh, the, what a Mike pick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a stupid choice. <laughs> uh, no, it's obviously Star Wars, which, ah. which I might even have taken at one if I, if I had the I, I think there is no wrong answer there. It's another I interesting you, closure. It's thing. 1A, 1B. You, can, you can't go wrong. Um, I th- you're going to do fine with both. Can right. I tell you what I'm excited about? I'm excited that it's at Christmas again. Yes, I me think that too. Solo, that was part of the big mistake of Solo. Like Solo was wrong Star on so Wars many levels, but it, Christmas time it's now. a Christmas thing. It would have been ex- more exciting. Uh, but weren't all the prequels at summertime? And like they almost seem like I guess now we've just gotten used to. We've like, reassociated with Christmas. Yeah, I, I, and yeah. I think just from a like, business standpoint, like it's especially like, with Force Awakens, it was so there was like nothing going, nothing against it. Like let, way less competition, uh, and you've got like such a, a nice stretch of like two three weeks where kids aren't in school uh it's cold they can't they're not going outside they're not doing a whole lot so it's a lot of movie time it's a lot of families also tired of each other together yeah and it's like let's go crazy for force awakens that was huge force Force awakens Awakens is the biggest movie of all time yeah i know yeah but it was cool but but i just mean being at the theaters at, at that Christmas, it was cool. How like like two yes. weeks later, you'd go to the theater and it would still be, you'd have trouble getting tickets. It felt, it like, yeah, it it um, if it, it, Star Wars and Christmas now just feels perfect. Yeah. Like it, it was, it, it's how it should have always been. Like I like watching the Harry Potters at Christmas. I like the Lord of the Rings at Christmas. Harry Potter I like Thanksgiving. The Star Wars at Christmas. Yeah, yeah always associated. Like, so they would always kind of come out like uh, around Thanksgiving time mm. or a week before. So that's um, it. Avengers one A and Star Wars one B. Yeah, the big draw. Tied for first. That's, uh, more or less, yeah. yeah. I think you you can't go wrong uh, if you got the first two picks. Like, um, so either one of those works. Now, now it's but right. also you got to remember Metacritic because J.J. Abrams coming back. I don't know. I think Metacritic for this new Star Wars won't be as high as Last Jedi. True, but right. uh, but Metacritic was high for Force Awakens. It was. I think they scored the same. But now it's the third. You know, the third is always like kind of when it starts getting creaky. Be tough. Metacritic yeah. was pretty kind of Avengers as well. Right? It was not. It was not. It was like a 60 or something? Yeah, it was oh. like a 60, I think 66. Uh, I I think if I were going 
basically on Metacritic, I, I'm, I, I think Star Wars will do better Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Personally. Metacritic never likes these big blockbusters, though, really. They're not, like, geared. But they're never, like, it's not going to get, like, a Roma. You know what I mean? It's not going to get, like, yes. a, in the 90s. Like, no, no, like, real. Black Panther got, uh, did over an 80s. Well, I think so, that's yeah. the exception that proves the rule. True. Fair. Uh, yeah. But Avengers did, uh, the first Avengers, I think, was, Wonder like, Woman in the 80s. Well. Wonder Woman. Woman. Like, I, Mark, sorry, I'm Mark. Sorry, well. <laughs> sorry Mark. Um, <laughs> wrong. That's uh, me. All right, Ryan, what mistake are you going to make? And, in the and Metacritic is just spot. pure science and math. It, it, it has no... <laughs> but they're choosing the critics they choose. Uh, yeah, I think, but... Uh, but maybe those critics aren't as partial as, like, the blockbusters, you know? Sure, yes. But they say do That's more dignified publications. Because Dig- uh, there's no dignity in a blockbuster? What are you talking Reviewing a blockbuster? No, no, no. I'm saying that it's like, it's the the... the the reviews they use come like the New York Times. I'll uh-huh. agree with you on that. There is uh, a, a handful of Metacritic critics who will just ding a big movie. Like there's a, there's sure. a couple of people that just can't be pleased, and it, so like a movie like um, Logan could have all these nice reviews, and then there's just one dude who's like, "It's a thirty to me because it's not this," and it, <laughs> right? Like, and it tanks it. Yeah. Well, you know I mean, there's are, always like there's always a persnickety critic. Yeah, um, you're a jerk. Uh, I just heard about a um, a new. Um, uh, review aggregate that combines, I think, IMDb, um, Rotten Tomatoes, Metacritic, Netflix's uh, thing. Uh, to it sounds to cre- awful. To create the <laughs> ultimate, uh, the ultimate average. Yeah, Everything's going to get a B minus. Yeah. <laughs> um, the average nader. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You might be seeing it on the Fantasy Flicks League website. Too. What's it called? <laughs> uh, I'd have to look it up again. Oh. Uh, so I have a question. Can I? Why, d- with the Metacritic scores uh-huh. on the Fantasy Flicks League, how come you just don't get a, like a 54? Like, there's a 25-point difference between a one-point difference of the Metacritic score. Why isn't it just like the pure, if something's a 54 on a Metacritic, you get 54 points? You know what I mean? Whereas if it's um, like a 55, you get 70 points. What do you mean? Like it's not a scaled. It's it's like it's uh, either scale. or. Well, like because so are you but saying if it's like, like a fifty five? Like there's like a twenty five point difference when really if the Metacritic score was a fifty four versus fifty five, there's like a twenty five fantasy flicks like point. Yeah, there's definitely. But a how swing. come with just every point isn't its own like Metacritic? You know what uh, I mean? I, was, I, I tried to do. It. I I I've worked on it. Uh, My brother talked to me about that. He plays fantasy football and stuff yeah. or basketball, and he told me about that. Um, I. Uh, I've experimented with a lot of different ways to do Metacritic scoring. This was the one that ultimately it didn't swing the game too far one way or the other. Like it, it was the most kind of manageable one, easiest, easier, easiest to process when you see it and uh-huh. be able to do the math. Um, I definitely wanted it to there to be negative points. Sure. Um, and so, like, because I, I thought about okay, if a movie gets uh, a thirty-three, then you just don't get that many Metacritic points. But if you get a hundred. Um, that's great, but that, that didn't feel like enough of a, a win for some big. Yeah. yeah, well, I think it's something like like so that a movie like Star Is Born can get you just as many points as a movie like Venom. It's because Venom's going to get more box office, but Star Is Born will make that up with the. It makes it. Points. I think it, it just, makes it. It makes the game maybe more competitive with like a little more interesting, a little more strategy, yeah. a little more thought. Yeah. Um, but I I hear you. I've given it a lot of thought. Also, guys, if any of this is confusing to you uh, <laughs> and you don't know what this is, uh, we just put up some tutorials on the website on the FantasyFlixLeague.com uh, homepage uh, teach you how to not only play the game, but also how to navigate the website so that you can invite friends, start a league, do all of that stuff. Uh, because maybe you've always wanted to try like fantasy sports, but you don't care about sports. So this is right up your alley, but you don't know how any of that yeah. stuff works. It's such a fun way to talk with your friends competitively about movies and what's great or even not competitively, but it just makes you think about movies every week. Yeah. Anyway. Let's get back to the draft. What do you yeah. think is number three? Now, this is tough because uh, this is where I think you could possibly miss out on some major points if you make the wrong choice here. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, it's, it's big. So... I'm going to go with, I might even disregard my list here. Uh, I might have to make a change for it. I think I'm going to go Toy Story 4 at number three. Wow. Uh, and here's why. I think the medic, because I know what the other choice is. Um, and it's a tough, tough decision, but I think Metacritic will be better. I think it's a slam dunk for uh, Best Animated Feature nomination. Uh, with Toy, you don't think Toy Story 4 will get nominated for Maybe. Best Animated Feature? 
I just don't think uh, I think you made a error in make choosing that movie. Well, you get to go next. So I this know. is go exciting. Let's, all right. Okay. We'll we'll debate it. What what do you what do you think? Lion King. Yeah. Lion King can make a fortune yeah. on the. I have it as my number three. Here's what I'm looking at here. Here's what I'm thinking. I think that Lion King will get technical things. Toy Story 3 was the highest grossing movie of that year when it came out. Um, like, Toy Story is fucking huge. Uh, sure. I think... I think The Lion Incredi- King's bigger, inc- though. I think the... Yeah. I think, like, if Incredibles 2 is going to make $608 million, mm-hmm. uh, I think... Toy Story 4 could just as easily do that. I could see... Also, I think Toy Story 4 maybe casts a wider net. I don't uh, know. I think, like, as little... Like, I'm not that excited for Toy Story 4 because... I, and I love... I own all three of them, um, mm-hmm. you know? and But I'm not that excited for it because I felt like... Well, I feel like I've seen three movies of these characters already. How fresh can it be? Right. And I'm not even... Ex- I'm more excited for Toy Story 4 than The Lion King. But yeah, I think same. The Lion King's going to make... A bajillion 25% dollars. more money than... 20, 25%, that's a lot. I know. I think it's going to make a lot of money. I think it's going like, to be massive. Do you think it breaks... Do you think it's the highest grossing movie of the year? It might be. I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. It could. I agree. It, All three Disney movies. I'd say if, okay, if we're looking... Yes. If we're, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Break up but these monopolies. We, uh, it's going <laughs> to be that just, way for a while. It's just more Disney movies yeah, coming Jesus. up. Um, yeah, looking at this right now, based on the my top ten, it's like... Eight of the ten are millennials Disney. love the Lion King. I see sure. gifts of it every day. Well, if we look at yeah, if you look at comparisons, um, like Beauty and the Beast did like five hundred. I mean, it's definitely going to do better than that. Yes, like I think it, it makes six hundred. I don't think the I don't know how good the Metacritic's going to be. Like, I think when it gets to that level, the Metacritic doesn't matter as much. Oh, it absolutely does. If if, if uh, let's say if it you're gets like twenty five points, but you're making six hundred mil, you're getting six hundred million. You're worried about twenty five points. So let's say yeah, let's say it makes six hundred and gets twenty five points. So it's six twenty five. If I've got Toy Story four, let's say it's five fifty. Seems like that's being Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, conservative, conservative, yeah, but gets a hundred Metacritic points. Then it's yeah, not going to get a hundred Metacritic. I mean, I think Toy Story Four has to be a miracle, a miracle. Yeah, to get like a hundred meta to get like a really because this movie has to be it's, amazing. Because I it's, think it's the fourth one. You're like, all right, you got to show Pixar. us something new. It's Pixar. The, I mean, the track record's there. Um, the characters are beloved. I mean, they're talking a huge game about the script that it's great. Who knows what that movie's going to be? It's, it's a wild such card. A, that is such an impossible thing. It's to a wild think card. To land. Plus, Toy Story three got. I mean, I know I'm I'm going back to Toy Story three a lot, but it did get nominated for best picture. It was so good. Like, I, I think it was great. I, I personally think that uh, it might be worth the risk. And also, it's a super established franchise. It hasn't had a new one out in almost ten years. Like, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a safe bet. I think you got to go Lion King. All right, I don't think you can go wrong. You can't go wrong. Yeah, it's that's that's the. My it's an embarrassment term. of riches. Yes, yes. The ne- next year is is wild. So, all right, what it's do you got? It's an embarrassment of things um, that we've already seen before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. Uh. I think like we're kind of in the weeds now of big movies, and there's a bunch I can choose. So I'm just going to choose one that I think will be fun and light and it's going to land exactly where it needs it, to. But I know what it's going to be. And it's going to make me fucking mad. I'm taking Spider-Man Far From Home. No, that's not what I thought it was. Oh, okay. yeah. um, You're wrong. This is a I might be bad wrong. choice. Yeah. This is yeah. a bad choice. Um, <laughs> but I think... It, well, it, it, frankly, it is. Well, let's hear his reasoning. Yeah, okay. Homecoming was so great. <laughs> uh, this Into the Spider-Verse made everybody love the character again. And I think it's, uh, it's the first movie after Endgame, right? Yes. And so uh, it's probably going to have interesting stuff. I don't know. Maybe like Endgame won't have much Spider-Man in it. No. Or, or maybe it ends on a big spoiler that leads into this, right? Like, cause That's he's probably going to be comparable to like an Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. Could be. What do you mean? Like, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp was after Infinity War. Yeah. it's. I think it'll touch on it. I don't It'll know how. Fine, probably. Yeah, I don't know how closely. Well, I picked uh, it. Huh? Well, I picked it. Oh, That's why I picked it. I mean, I'll say this. It was. Uh, I have it tenth on my uh, list for next year. Um, okay, so that so means, you, you were mad about what I was going to pick. Does that mean you're going to pick? No, what no, I was no, pick? no, 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 no. Oh, okay, I, I thought you were going to make an uh, a McClendon uh, choice. <laughs> yeah, a McClendon <laughs> choice. It's something foolish, no matter what. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to know did, what that was. You didn't disappoint uh, Jumanji. I thought you were going to take Jumanji. Oh no, Tumanji. 
Jumanji. Nah, um, don't know if it'll come out. It's coming. It's f- tape filming. Taping. Oh. It's filming okay. right taping. now. Taping in front of a live studio audience. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a weird, <laughs> weird take on it. Oh, uh, too manji. Uh, it's a it's a multicam sitcom. Uh, all right. So for the last pick of this exercise, uh, I'm gonna take Frozen Two. Yeah. Um, God, gigantic. what a depressing life. <laughs> it's just all sequels. Nothing new. It's all things uh, we've seen before. Is, Disney does own a and piece of every one of those. And they're going to be the biggest movies. Yeah, but I mean, if in regards to the game, it is very exciting that there's so many gigantic movies. The movies that are going to be big powerhouses. Right. Um, it's Yeah, it's definitely a little soulless, sure, but uh, it does make the game fun. I think if, uh, if you love this game... I think a very fun thing is Avengers will come out midway through next year, and you'll kind of have a sense of how much it is made, and what is, and then Star Wars will be like, will it be bigger? And we won't know that until yeah, and not until even this time next year we won't know. Yeah, you'll have Star Wars that whoever gets to draft Star Wars will have that in their back pocket for the entire year waiting for it. Yeah. But and but then because there's so many, like uh, the way I've got this my list, I think you've got fourteen movies that in other years would be considered first round picks mm-hmm. like um like our 2016 draft a lot of these movies would be in the top three or four yeah like um dumbo would be a top three pick mm-hmm. four pick um, yeah that's should we go through just like a few other the the big ones that stand out yeah if you want to just uh, complete the top 10 what my top 10 yeah uh so avengers star wars lion king toy story 4 uh frozen 2 is my fifth uh detective pikachu Six. Uh, yeah, I know you got a problem with it. But yeah. That's your problem. Uh, <laughs> Aladdin, seventh. Captain Marvel, eight. And then we'll say Spider Man Far From Home and Jumanji. I think your Aladdin's maybe a little low. You I'd move so? it up a slot or two. Think over Detective Pikachu and Frozen 2? I think maybe over Frozen 2. Really? Maybe. Yeah. I think Aladdin's going to be big, too. I do, too. I think they're all going to be f- right? freaking huge. I mean, you, you can't miss with any of them. Really. No, no, no. I was saying this earlier. I, I, man, those Disney live action, I think they're stacking them too fast. Yeah, I mean, they're going to burn out. They're big they, time. Like, they, like, well, the question is, do they become franchises? Yeah, do they become? Do you get That's sequels? what I'm more excited. Like, I want to see the second one of these. Like, show us something new. Me too. If, if they're if they're willing to go uh, for it, I wish uh, they would just jump straight to that one. Because I think they're going to do a Jungle Book sequel. I feel like I heard that, but maybe, uh, or at least it's been talked about, and I'm sure they're they've all been talked about. But they absolutely should, uh, because they're fun playgrounds. Or the, or or they'll spin off into Disney Plus content. Maybe no. I mean, if they're making five hundred yeah. million dollars, I think they're going to do some some sequels. But I mean, they're doing Disney Plus live action remakes with yeah. Lady and the Tramp. I mean, we'll get we were getting Little Mermaid that's coming soon, but. And yeah. others, but yeah, eventually they're going to have to go sequels for sure. So that's um, pretty big, and that leaves off it. Like, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of movies. Dumbo, that, Dumbo doesn't make doesn't make Dumbo my top didn't... ten. Secret Life of Pets two. Like there are it's Captain monster. Marvel. And Captain Marvel makes my top ten. Oh, she did. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, are there no DC movies next year? No. Uh, Wonder <laughs> Woman got pushed back to uh, yeah. 2020. So, I mean. Uh, Oh, yeah, no. Aquaman's gonna have to carry the load for a whole year, dudes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Dark Phoenix, new X Men movie, got it at nineteen. Nineteen. That's wild. I think. I even think that's probably too high. Really? I don't think Dark Phoenix looks very good. I feel like they're flushing it down the toilet. Yeah. Yeah, but it's still an X Men movie. It's still gonna make a good chunk of money. Yeah, uh, and nineteen's like, it's good value. Well, Ryan, you, you made such a comprehensive list. What will crack that top ten? What are the surprises? Like, do you have any of those? Like, like a couple of years ago, It, we had no idea It was going to be one of the biggest movies of the year. Um, I, I don't know if I'm understanding your question. Like, like um, do that's, wanna, that's your top ten. Are, are you thinking, like, what are some, some spoilers or sure. some sleepers, some, so, some movies that yeah, where it's so like... Uh, most of the top, like, after the top 40 or 50, you know, everything is just kind of comp- comprised of things that... What kind of potential could it possibly have? Uh, just some that sort of uh, stand out. And this, I'll go through a few of these. Uh, some that have um, uh, Oscar potential, which is kind of hard to identify mm-hmm. a year out. But there's a, there's some interesting things. Uh, the personal history of David Copperfield, which is what a, is that? Uh, I don't know, but it's uh, Armando Iannucci is directing. Uh, oh, the guy from Veep, uh, Veep? Veep and then uh, Death of Stalin. Yeah, and it was like foul mouth. Dickens? 
I don't know. It's got Tilda, it's got a good cast, like Tilda Swinton and some other people. Like uh, Mrs. Think, Havisham's going to tell someone to fuck off. Maybe you don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's definitely it's definitely uh, possible. Um, Radioactive, which is a what is that? Mary Curie, uh, <laughs> Madame oh. Curie, yeah, okay. uh, Rosamund Pike uh, biopic. I don't know. No, you don't sounds think so? like snooze fest. Sure, okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, it sounds like it's very going to be a very handsome film. Uh, who's directing it? You know, uh, no one. No one. I noticed. Hmm. Um, we've got uh, Knives Out, the Orion Johnson's follow up to Last Jedi, and the cast is pretty wild. It's Chris okay. Evans, Daniel Craig, Michael Shannon, Lakeith Stanfield, and Tony Collette. Pretty crazy cast. That's crazy cast, and he's allowed to do what he wants to do. Like this is that whole one movie for them, one movie for me thing. Sure, this could be real good. Is it? I mean, is it for Disney? No, it's like I think it's. Ryan Johnson, it's just like a movie that he's wanted uh, to so, make. No, but who's producing, do you know? Yeah. The oh, studio I don't know that. Oh. Yeah. Usually that deal is given by the studio. Well, I just mean like... like we'll make, we'll put, I, I don't mean he got a deal. I just mean he's like, I'm going to do one for the system and make money. Like and now say, I'm going to make one for it's myself. It's probably a crime movie. And I feel like crime movies don't do well with Oscars. Yeah. yeah I mean, true. we'll see how what happens with Widows. Um, I don't think anything's going to yeah, happen. I don't think anything's going to happen with Widows. Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um... It depends, like how maybe like who the director is, like, yeah. like if it's a Scorsese or something like that, that'll it'll get in there. Um, Jojo Rabbit coming at seventy eight. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi. I can't wait for that. What, so I can't find too much of, about it. I know it's about like um, it's a World War Two movie. Yes, um, and a little boy, ima- his imaginary friend is. Hitler, but Hitler's played by Taika Waititi. Yeah, so it's wild. I think it's wild, yeah. Yeah, uh, it sounds super, super crazy. Could be controversial. Could be controversial. Which means Vox will have an article about it explaining yeah. the controversy to you, <laughs> which means more eyeballs. Yeah, and that's what we're looking that's for what... here. Um, we've got uh, Waves, a musical drama from the director of It Comes at Night, which could be interesting. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's got Lucas Hedges and Sterling K. Brown. Mm. Waves, a yeah, musical drama that. from the mm. director of It Comes at Night, which I liked. What was that again? Oh, that was that horror movie, that grim horror movie. Yeah. Ugh, no, thank you. You didn't like it? It was fine, but it's so depressing. Was like, ugh, well, open a like, window. But like, it was like well shot. Like it, was, it looked good. Like it it was movie well shot, good. but yeah, it was just so like ugh, wallowing well, it, in sadness. Sure, but so now I'm, I'm. It sounds like he's doing something very different, which makes me curious. I'm. I want to see a trailer. Yeah, let's see the trailer. I'll definitely watch that trailer. Uh, so I've got that coming in at 71. Uh, at 68, Uncut Gems, which is the uh, new movie from the guys who directed Good Times. Oh, it was like... Oh, those uh, brothers? The Safi brothers? Yeah. Hot, uncircumcised guys? The hot, uncircumcised dudes. <laughs> is that the, what the movie's about? Uncut Gems? Uh, we don't know. It's a crime drama. <laughs> no, uh, it's got Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay, it's getting worse. <laughs> uh, Lakeith Stanfield and The Weeknd. Making his acting debut. Um, wow, I guess so. Oh yeah, I learned so late that "Can't Feel My Face" was about cocaine. Oh yeah, I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> I'm out of the loop. Like <laughs> uh, where do you have that Ford and Ferrari movie? That seems like a uh, little Oscar baity. Fifty nine. What's Ford and Ferrari? It's uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale as like the. Like the representing Ford and Ferrari no. in the 1966 James Mangold directing. Yeah, you've got okay. You this like is all a, these this is boring McClendon. white people movies. Yeah, <laughs> like rich successful. Hey, white at people. me, I'm boring. Yeah. <laughs> well, you like I know because you love Logan so much. That's why you're like boning up for on James Mangold. No, I do actually. <laughs> Logan, you, Logan, I'm just fine with. Uh, but I liked him because he did three times Yuma. You won't he shut up about Logan. That's you just bo- mentioned it 15 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I use it as an example yeah i didn't see logan in theaters you guys i'm bragging congratulations about but you still <laughs> loved it when you yeah. did see it yeah i liked it all right logan's great three ton of humans great yeah um the comic logan was based on old man logan it's pretty real good yeah but they couldn't make that it's got a planet full of, or crazy hulks and stuff on it yeah yeah uh one oscar movie uh, i've got at 61 the goldfinch it's, oh, yeah. I couldn't get through that book. 
Yeah, it's the director of uh, like Brooklyn and um, yeah, yeah, it's got yeah, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, like, no one's I mean, gonna want to see it. It's set in the art world, boring. No, yeah, it's, it's like a mom takes in like a kid who's kind of, but there's like a whole section set in the desert. The only part I liked of the book was this kid is like goes to live with his like uh, a strange dad in the desert of Las Vegas, and yeah. he's living in the suburbs. And just that section where he's just like kind of being a bad kid up to mischief in Las Vegas was fun. But That's the rest fun. of it is just you got to really appreciate and care about art history okay and i don't think i do that much <laughs> like i like going to a museum but i don't need i to mean see. it could be like the right kind of stuffy for people like, love Oscars. that book yeah um at 53 i've got harriet the harriet tubman biopic okay um that one it could be it who's could, in that uh the woman who plays uh in widows the uh, driver that they get Oh, oh, she's yeah. great. Yeah, she plays Harriet Tubman. I think Janelle Monet is in it. The director hasn't really done anything. That's sort of the thing that kind of knocks it down my list a little bit. But, I mean... It's, it's crazy a- that it's taken this long to get a Harriet Tubman biopic. Right? But uh, I'm, I'm ready for it. Let's do it. Get to um, Tubman. Let's get to Tubman. Uh, at 51, The Kitchen, which is a crime drama with Melissa McCarthy, Tiffany Haddish, and it looks Elizabeth like this Moss. this Widows. Yeah. It's like uh, a, and people seem excited about it. Because it's like a stuff I saw, bunch of wives online. who take over for their husband's racketeering or something, right? I guess something. Yeah. Oh, it is widows. Yeah. yeah it's more or less widows. <laughs> um, at 50, uh, like there's a little clunk here, a chunk here of stuff I, I think is interesting. Uh, Late Night, which is a Mindy Kaling screenplay. It's uh, Emma Thompson plays a late night host who thinks she's losing her show. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That can be funny. Like, yeah, some pictures uh, from the set. Like, it looks pretty great. Like, it seems like a fun performance for her. Like a good love character. Emma Thompson. Yeah, and it feels like something that Mindy may have even written for Emma Thompson for sure. You know, uh, like it seems like that's a yeah. Yeah, look up some of like the the still photos that they've released, and you'll be on board. Um, <laughs> but off a still photo? Yeah, for sure. Like the character looks like you you get you you're on board right away. How would you describe her? Here, I'll just, just describe uh, her she's to got, our listeners at home. Because um, then I have to describe it to the listeners at home. It's such a... You're, well, you're better at it. Uh, <laughs> um, Ryan's typing feverishly. Maybe not so feverishly. Not so feverishly. Uh, okay. He's pulling it up. Got to click on images click and Google images. results. Um, and it's a woman in a coat with <laughs> short hair. Uh, um, it's sort of like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think she's supposed to be like, a, you know... Uh, like an Ellen? I think like an Ellen, but doing sort of like Colbert-ish kind of, uh-huh. like Larry Sanders-y... Um, yeah, it, it just it, it seems like a unique character. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's why I'm on board. She looks exactly uh, like Hillary Clinton. Oh, Hillary. Yeah, she looks like Hillary. Yeah, but it, but that's not the vibe that the character gives Maybe off. she is. Maybe she's a right, political maybe. dynasty. <laughs> See, like, I, I mean, I can describe how she looked physically, but like, I don't think I'd be giving off kind of what, you know, the... Well, everyone keep their eye out for late night? Late night. Late night. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, 45 Little Women uh, adaptation oh, with Oh, I think that would be big. Yeah. That's a good Oscar one. Yeah. Um, that has an amazing cast, too. Yeah. Wait, who Swarcy Ronan, I think Meryl Streep. Yeah. I think it's a real who's who. Wait, yeah, she's one of the Little Women. Yeah. Uh, 41 The Laundromat, which is Steven Soderbergh with Meryl Streep and Gary Oldman. Ooh. Okay. Just doing laundry. No. Yeah. Uh, I thought he retired. He's one of these people. I'm retiring, and then he still Soderberg makes. He's got yeah. two movies next year. It's just like Cher with a retirement tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's got two movies. Two movies. Yeah, one's a Netflix sports drama. Uh, Thirty-four. We'll see if this one makes it. I think it will. If it'll, it'll get released, but Lucy and Desi. Uh, it's an Aaron Sorkin written, written and directed. I think Lucille Ball biopic with Kate Blanchett. Oh, uh, that sounds like Oscar bait. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like Oscar bait. I wonder if. It, He's writing and directing it. He He just did Molly's Game, right? That he wrote and directed? Yeah, which I saw. It was fun. I was entertained. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He can make it entertaining. You know what? I can see what the movie's going to look like, you know. I wonder if this... I hope he takes a chance with the structure like he did, like Steve Jobs. The best thing about that Steve Jobs movie was the structure of it. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So I hope he does some other risks with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he will. He seems like the the type. Like maybe each, uh, three scenes and each one's behind the scenes of a different episode or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Or we see the behind the scenes. What went into that? You you just want more of that. Squashing grapes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 32, the You Are My Friend, the Mr. Rogers biopic with Tom Hanks. That seems like a Who's directing that? Um, It is, I think, the woman who directed 
Can You Ever Forgive Me? Okay. Uh, and she's a, a hot name right now. It almost feels like a companion piece to Saving Mr. Banks, where it's just Tom Hanks' is it's Walt um, Disney? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Two halves of the same coin, kind of. It, yeah, we're definitely getting Tom Hanks to play all our hero Beloved fathers. American yeah. icons. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's Marielle Heller. Mm-hmm. Um, she directed Can You Ever Forgive Me? Heller High Water, right? Yeah. And then, Heller High Water 2. And, th- and then if we're just looking for kind of other Oscar movies, I think like the three front runners for next year, I've got at um, 22, The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the Scorsese one? Yeah. yeah. I, I bump it down above I some of the others. So. Um, That's going to really test your CGI theory. <laughs> Because they, they they're, de-age all the They're digitally de-aging everyone. Yeah. I, it's it's going to be crazy. I feel like we've looking. seen this movie yeah. a million times already. Do you not like Scorsese? I do, but I feel like I've seen Scorsese mob movies a million times already. Yeah. I mean, it does. there is a, sort of a feel of Netflix saying, hey, make this, make a mob movie for us. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't care what it is. Just make a mob movie. They're, it's The budget's $175 million. I mean, they're just burning through money. Yeah. And I mean, have they not turned a profit yet? No. Yeah. No. But it's also that they can build content. This will all collapse. Take their this stuff. is all going to collapse. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. So they're building all this content for, for what? what Where's what's, the, what's the end game? What yeah. the, well, what they're hoping is to find their version of like friends, right? Because eventually you have to nobody's going to watch doing friends. That. You just, that's and a constant. They'll lose friends and then they have, like, because eventually they'll be like a Warner Brothers Plus and they'll be a Disney Plus and they'll yeah. lose all their stuff. So they have to make as much as they can right now so that they have a right, library when they lose everything. It's that. just crazy. We're going back to how it was in the 30s when there was the studios owned the distribution and production. Like, the studios yeah. used to own the movie theaters until the yeah. government broke them up. So, like, yeah. we're back to vertical integration yeah. where yeah. it's just back the way things were <laughs> until, like, that has to get broken up again. Yeah. I wonder how that will look. Yeah, Irishman, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The world's going to be on fire anyway. Uh, so. yeah. uh, I think... <laughs> so Irishman will get like the Roma thing where it comes out on Netflix, hopefully in theaters I think, for a little while. Yeah, uh, apparently Scorsese's pushing harder for a bigger release. Um, when is that supposed to come out? Uh, my, it, it doesn't have a set date, fall but it'll be fall. Yeah. The, I mean, I think they're going to give it the Roma treatment, uh, but more so. I think it's going to have like... A wider release um, because the directors are pushing hard for that now. Uh, if they, if we're, I'm going to do business with you. I, I do want my movies shown in theaters. Um, what so, are the other big ones? And then the last two, uh, Us. I've got an 18. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Um, There's a poster for the trailer. Yeah, which is very <laughs> funny. <laughs> Crazy looking poster. Yeah, it's like a, it, wearing like a glove, glove, a pair of scissors. You've never seen a man person wearing gloves before. But it's one glove. No, it's like a fingerless glove. Didn't you see it? It's I thought like it was a like a driving like glove. Bowling. Okay. Yeah, I thought. A, yeah, I thought it was that too. Um, and then it's like an isotoner, scissors. Yeah, I don't wear those. Oh, looks, you got to get some isotoners, Mike. <laughs> Treat yourself. It's, it's Christmas is coming. Check your stocking. Stock. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's, it's definitely got you know some get out vibes. Like uh, cool. Well, we yeah. have no idea yet. I guess by the time. No, never mind. I was going to say, by the time you hear this, we'll know, but that's not true. Because we won't have the trailer. Yeah, we'll, we'll know. It's Christmas Day? Yeah. Oh, tra- in the, what uh, is this happening? <laughs> when does this go up? Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. we're looking at New Year's Day, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, so we're well, taking great. The week off okay, never week. mind. Um, yeah, we'll be off Christmas, so when you hear this, that's what that was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for confusing everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but that cast is like Elizabeth Moss, right? Oh, we'll start with an her. Incredible actress. Yeah. yeah, Lupita Nyong'o. Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke. But I thought when I looked it up, Moss was listed first, so that's why wow. I started with her. I think it's Lupita's the the star. I think it's okay. the couple. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Winston uh, Duke from Black Panther. Yeah. Oh, fun. Baku. Oh, oh, yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, I also picked Elizabeth Moss just because like she's having a, she's an incredible actress. She's having an incredible year. Okay. Well, I think Lupita Nyong'o's an incredible actress too. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> they're both incredible, but Lupita's not a Scientologist. That's true. Oh, Lupita wins. That so, Lupita wins. where is this acting class you've been going to? <laughs> it's in a castle. It's great. Okay. Elizabeth Moss seems like one of the little, one of those more like slightly shameful. She knows to keep it close to her. Yeah, events. she's not. She's not a Kirstie Alling yet. Or no, not or yet. Cruising. I can't wait for her to do that though. You think she will? I don't know. Everyone loses their mind at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, she loses it in a better way. <laughs> yeah. 
gets into drinking or something. Yeah, yeah that's I much rather her. She Acceptable. Get, I'd rather she become an alcoholic than dive deeper into Scientology. Yes. So those are like your Oscar then, stuff. Uh, yeah. So and then in seventeen, uh, Mark's not going to like this, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What is that? Tarantino. Oh, the tar- ugh. Yeah. No, who cares? Uh, we already know what it is. Just for the nerds <laughs> in New Beverly. <laughs> uh, I've got it at seventeen. I think box office uh, will be big for it. Who knows? I think it'll be all right. Yeah. To see a hateful eight. God, was that a snooze fest? Yeah, but I mean, it's it's disappeared hate, up his own asshole. Yeah. Uh, and hateful eight just was so aesthetically unpleasing, just from like Flat, trailers, the lighting. Yeah, not terrible. There's nothing uh, inviting about it. I have a feeling that this one's going to be. And Hollywood loves itself. So. Yeah. I live uh, kind of near Ho- Hollywood and Vine, and uh, they were filming this uh, parts of this, and they dressed Hollywood Boulevard to look I saw like it, too. Yeah. it was so cool. Yeah. They, they dressed like they shut down a huge, like like two or three blocks worth of Hollywood Boulevard and, and set dressed it in such a cool way with all the old cars out there and people dressed. And it was set in the holidays. So, like, mm. they had like toy shops at like toy shops from what, what time period is it? 60s? Um, late 60s, early 70s? Yeah. It just looked really cool. But yeah, it's, but yeah, I also, it's during like um, Charles Manson and stuff. I'm not a big Tarantino fan, so I don't know. No, nothing, nothing, nothing he does. I'd like to see him just tackle like a genre, like do a straight horror movie. I, That's I, what I, I, I do. I want him to do like a slasher movie. There was talk he was going to do a Friday the 13th once. I just don't know. need to see his R rated Star Trek. I don't need that world. I don't need a. I don't Would you need like to see him swearing. in a sci fi, like a, do a sci fi movie? A sci fi, but not, I don't need a Star Trek. Existing yeah, franchise. I don't need him. To, you don't want him touching IP. No, I don't need to have Picard calling someone a motherfucker while <laughs> Jungle Boogie plays. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm uh, I'm curious. I'm, I want to know um, what you guys uh, outside of like the top five. Are there any movies personally for you guys that, that you were, haven't mentioned? Yeah, that, or that or you maybe want to target in the draft? Something that you feel really there's just stuff I'm curious like. There's new Men in Black movie, right? Yeah, and I like the leads. I have that at sixteen. It's Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. Yes, I, yep. and I think those two were great in Thor together. Good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm actually not a big Men in Black fan. I don't like the, that franchise. Really? But I think that I'm these could be a Men fun reboot either. for it. The first one's fun. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Uh, I think they're might be better than you remember them. I felt like I I rewatched um, the first one. And the third one, like relatively recently, and uh, I was like, these are very enjoyable. Mm. Um, oh yeah, it's got Liam Neeson in it too, and Emma Thompson. I think a good solid pick could be Rocket Man. It might be next year's yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. I think so too, because it is also the director who took over Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, is it? It's the same guy. So it looks fantastical. It looks. It looks uh, fun. Yeah. It's not just a boring biopic. They're having. It looks like it's a pure, real musical. Mm-hmm. And everyone's going to love the music because everyone knows that music. For sure. Yeah, it's going to be a fun be a little sing along. Yeah, I've got it at uh, 24. It's pretty high. Pet Cemetery, I think, looks great. I do I too. I think that could be fun. I think it'll be like uh, it again. I think. Yeah. I think it's going to be. It could be. And there's a Child's Play reboot, too, that could be. Could be interesting. He's a robot this time around. What? what? You didn't know that? No. no. Like a Roomba? He's a Roomba. <laughs> Well, he's Chucky. He's a doll, but now he's just like artificial intelligence. Oh. Which, like, the, yeah, so it's like a little Terminator. Yeah, he's a little Terminator. That's lame. Uh, it makes him less. It's not evil. Then it's yeah, just it's like it's supernatural. Just like a defective toy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, redacted. You got a lawsuit on your hands if you buy that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Our... Maybe would be a good pick. Uh, Artemis Fowl. It's a huge, massive book series. Is yeah. it? The yes. trailer did nothing for me. I thought the trailer. I saw the trailer and I was like, "I'll see that." Yeah. Uh, it, it, it gave me. I know nothing about the time world. Vibes. I think it looks a little more exciting. <laughs> yeah. There's an action sequence. Oh, that's good. At least uh, that might be a fun choice. What I don't do you guys know. Make of the Roger Ailes movie. Who cares? <laughs> uh, who's in that and who's directed? Uh, Jay Roach is directing, which uh-uh. yeah, it's this year's but, next year's Vice. Yeah. Uh, but the actors, I guess, it's Margot Robbie, Nicole Kidman, uh, Charlize Theron, Kate McKinnon, Allison Janney, and um, John Lithgow as Roger Ailes. Oh, yeah. I don't need to see that. Okay. Yeah, um, he's gross. We know. Yeah. What do you go? What, anything see, else? Don't you want to see him be gross? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. 
Uh, New Hellboy, maybe? I feel like Hellboy has grown in like consciousness since the first couple movies. Why is that? Why do you think Because those first movies came out and people know, and I think they're still popular. Still, they're still... Like, yeah, I think they've become like cult classics. Yeah, I feel like the second one people really like, I, which I, I really fun. like. Yeah, yeah. The great. Golden Army. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in... Uh, I just think like a, it, it's interesting, the combo is the untitled Danny Boyle, Richard Curtis movie. Um, um, yeah, the premise, Only because those are too fun. The premise is people. weird. What's the premise? What's so the it's premise? like a musical uh, sort of thing, and it's about a man who realizes he's the last person on earth who remembers the Beatles. <laughs> okay. So who knows? So it's like uh, <laughs> British midlife crisis. Yeah, pretty much. I guess <laughs> right from straight from Danny Boyle. <laughs> that sounds like it's right up their alley. Those yeah. two older men, <laughs> but the things I like, nobody else likes anymore. I don't like that. I was talking to a young lad the other day. Yeah. I didn't know the Beatles. Yeah. He couldn't tell me who Pete Best was. And, and then Ryan, there's a classic... Uh, God deep, forbid. Yeah. Classic deep draft Ryan Meharry, 47 meters down on caged pick. Uh, that, that did not make my final list. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. That's, so what you're looking at is sort of what I... But you love from. shark movies. I do love shark movies. Um, I didn't even see the first 47 meters down. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard it was okay. Yeah. It's uh, like fun trash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I don't have any. I, I don't think much. You of know it. what else we're not talking about? Well, there's two really quick. John Wick Chapter Three. I think that mm-hmm. could, even though that's the third, I think people just have grown to love that character I've more got and more. Coming in at thirty. I'm excited for that. And then also Godzilla King of the Monsters. I think mm-hmm. looks like fun. I've got a twenty. Um, wow. Twenty one is Joker, which I oh, I don't know about Joker. I'm like, it. I think it's gonna make some money. No way! Wow. Really? You think it will? Oh, Dollar yeah. bills just shot out of your sleeves. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you that. kidding me? It, I think <laughs> I, I would wager that the Joker is one of the top three most popular comic book characters. Top three, three comic Superman, book Batman, Spider Man, Joker. I would not say I don't think Superman is as popular right now. No, in like America, like you're uh, wrong. You still you go outside, you look at the t-shirts. People just by you go to City Walk and look what the shirts people are wearing. You're going to see more Superman than Joker. Uh, I, or how about this? If you walk around and you ask those same people, what do you want to see? Uh, a Superman movie or a Joker movie? I guarantee you, they'll say, Joker, say movie. Joker movie. That doesn't mean they're more popular. If you sell Christmas ornaments, are you going to want a Joker (laughs) one or a Superman? I'm just going by your premise where you said most popular. Sure. Okay. Well, I think the one that would make the most (laughs) money, like, will be the more popular. Movie? Yeah. You're probably right about that. I don't don't need either. Well, I mean. But if we're going to talk about. I just hope it's not too serious, too, like, I don't know. I think it'll be Funny. I think it'll. Ha- I mean, I don't it's know. Just everything they've shown that looks like they're treating it the like realistic. Like a, 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 a comedy director a, is doing it. <laughs> the description like a a, a ter- like a, a fledgling stand-up comic turns into a psychopath, which is the store, which is the killing yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever read the killing on. joke? Uh, yeah, a long, long time ago. That's pretty much what that is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, that you don't. That doesn't sound good to you. Oh no! I was just going to transition. To, oh, because if sure. we're going to talk about oh. Superman and Jokers, we left off a very important franchise for me, the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Oh. <laughs> Which the is Superman. Fast and Furious? Yeah. yeah. Are you, do you think that'll do better than the last Fast and Furious? I've got it in at 29. I don't think it'll do better than that. Then the, the Fast and Furious is too built on a franchise. I, I was but thinking th- of, this is like trying to build a new franchise. Sure. I was thinking, uh, is it in a way, are they... Uh, trimming the fat necessarily and getting kind of like the two most popular characters and yeah. going wild with them. Yeah. People don't like Letty. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Who's Letty? Michelle Rodriguez's yeah. character. Uh, <laughs> I like Letty, I guess. Uh, I'm not I don't like huge, how they always I've only mention... seen one of those movies. So oh, really? You got to see uh, Seven, Five is five great. Is, five is the one I've seen. Yeah. I liked uh, the James Wan one. Seven, I think, Paul Walker's dead, where he yeah. dies in that. Oh, year. that's the one Fate I saw. Of the that's the one that is their pinnacle. Because when you get a point yeah. where Vin Diesel's wielding two giant wrenches like he's a Street Fighter character, is yeah, that the one much. where? Um, I mean, that's why the it's Rock great. flexes out of his arm. <laughs> yeah, cast. His arm. yeah, I yeah, mean, that's, that's the, the they're one. embracing that's what it is. Yeah, yeah that's and that's why this Hobbs and Shaw could be that fun because like those two dialed up. They have good chemistry in those movies together. I think they did kind of trim. But are we suffering uh, from rock fatigue? We might be. I mean, not Mike. I know. Mike, Mike Now he's loves, got the Titan games the coming out. Like he's doing his own American Gladiator. Yeah. He's going to yeah. a lot next year. 
What is this? When does he? When do you sleep, my man? I mean, I'm not even in a relationship with him, but I'm like, you're addicted to work. Oh, like you're yeah. addicted. What are you running from? Yeah. What yeah. happens? What happens when you? What are you afraid of he's when you stop? Quiet. Yeah. What, what happens sit. when you stop? Like Instagrams at like 4 a.m. when he's like working out. I mean, if I had a home gym, no, I wouldn't do it at 4 a.m. No, no, no. no it's 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 obsessive behavior. Yeah. Like it's. Uh, but he's wild. I mean, obsessive people are wildly successful a lot of the times. Sure. It's poor kids. It's poor children that he never gets. Poor little pebbles. Uh, Johnson kids, I see you. I love you. (laughs) I feel for you. What about Shazam? There, there are two. That's the DC movie. Oh, that is the DC. It's the. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I guess uh, Shazam and the Joker. It's Shazam. It's not DCEU, right? It's not. I don't know. uh, I I have no idea. Maybe it might be. I don't Uh, know what they want to even include in that anymore. To be honest, sure. Uh, I've got Shazam at twenty five. I'm not pretty rough to me. Yeah, me too. I think it looks uh, not so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I think it looks stinky. Oh wow! Uh, They're gonna break their hearts when they hear this. (laughs) Sorry, guy who played Chuck. I was. (laughs) (laughs) One other movie that is interesting to me. And it comes out very early next year as Glass, just because Unbreakable is one of my favorite yeah, yeah, M. Night loves. Shyamalan movies. But I've never seen Split because uh, it looked gross to me. <laughs> gross why? How? Because the trailer was about like a guy abducting w- women in a parking lot. And I don't, mm-hmm. that, well, that's not what the trailer jam. shows. He's got four cheerleaders tied up in the basement. Yeah, that's what it, but that's yeah. like, a, I know. And so that's like, that's, you're that's why I don't that, want, though? no, no, that's why I'm conflicted with seeing it. I, ah. I really love the Unbreakable characters, but I don't need to see. Split like, was a real snooze, let me tell you that much. Yeah, yeah it was silly. The way he would like transition. The yeah. characters, like everyone was like, he gives an amazing performance. And, like, all the characters were like, Hello, mister, I need to go um, get some candy for doing my chores. Oh, I'm an old lady. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. It looked like, it looked like early like M. Night Shyamalan yeah. versus, like, late M. Night Shyamalan probably is not great. Right. Did you like the movie with the grandparents? Do you see that? Ah, show? that's fun. Yeah, yeah the visit. The, the visit is a lot of fun. One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a little kid gets a stinky diaper, <laughs> dirty diaper, right in their face. It's yeah, great. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, right. Uh, Maybe I'll yeah, that He's part. funny. Like I think I wish he would go back to that. Be less pretentious, less less like trying to yeah. do a B movie. Like they're fun. Yeah, I feel like uh, Glass I, is trying to went, be. He's a guy who went way up his ass. I I believe he quoted he said about himself he was like um you know to be a michael jordan uh to be uh like a a, a da vinci that's what it's like to be a Shyamalan. wow (laughs) i also wouldn't keep an eye out on chaos walking yeah also based on a huge book franchise yes tom holland and a daisy ridley i have it at 69 it might be gross it might be this year's mortal engine but we don't know. Yeah, and Doug, Doug Lyman. Lyman. Yeah, 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 he's cool. The Lyman man. I yeah. love Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah me too. Uh, we're a couple. Of, I was talking to a couple of friends about what our favorite Tom Cruise movies are, and I think Edge of Tomorrow will be up there. It's up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Is it definitely my That's top a great three? One. Uh, okay, we covered it hard. Yeah, we did good. Uh, there's so many more movies. If you want to see the full list, my full top 100, uh, go to fantasyflixleague.com. It'll be on our homepage. Uh, scroll through it. If you see something you disagree with, why don't you go on iTunes and tell me, yell, yell at me about it. Uh, and while you're there, you can rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, follow us on Instagram uh, at Fantasy Flicks League, Facebook, Fantasy Flicks League, Twitter at Fantasy Flicks. And yeah, guys, go to fantasyflicksleague.com, sign up today. It's the perfect time to sign up and create a league because yeah. the, the new season starts. When, when you hear this episode, it's the new movie season, which is really exciting. Yeah. Uh, happy New Year's, guys. Yeah. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year's. Happy New Year's. <laughs> uh, bye, guys. We'll see you in 2019.